to the Vexilogic cast. Seeing as it was just Memorial Day in the United States, I figured it would be appropriate to say, from the birthplace of the Marine Corps, I'm Simon the Cannibal. On today's episode, I'm doing a bit of a switcheroo on you. Uh, last week I promised you the flag of the Netherlands, but seeing as there's been so much interest in the Earth flag that's popped up very recently, I figured I'd do an episode on the Earth flag now and then switch the flag of the Netherlands in for episode 9. As always, you can find links to the pictures of the flags on my website, which is vexillogicast.com. That is V-E-X-I-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-S-T dot com. And, of course, discussion will be on the subreddit r slash Simon the Cannibal. So, with no further ado... I wanted to start this week by talking about the international flag of planet Earth as designed by Oscar Perenfeldt. Uh, from Sweden. This is the one that's been making a lot of the news recently. It's a blue flag with seven seven silver rings interlocking in the center. The seven rings are meant to turn into a kind of flower. It's supposed to mean the interlocking nature of the human race. Uh, the blue is obviously water. The rings form a circle, which can either mean earth or life, and it's on a blue field, which could mean the universe or that sort of thing. Its main purpose is to be a flag of the planet Earth, to represent Earth as it as a group, above and separate from the nations that are on Earth. I have a couple of critiques on this design, though it's proven wildly popular in social circles. While it is fairly simple, I feel that the seven rings would be hard to reproduce, but I suppose that's a minor point. I feel that it's a bit corporate, corporate logo-ish, but that's okay. And I have a natural aversion to just a simple symbol on a blue field due to all the terrible state flags in the United States. My final criticism is in usage, but I'm going to leave that criticism for the very last. I also wanted to talk about the flag of Earth as designed by Reddit user TheFreck, also known as Josh Sherrington. And this is a wildly popular flag on Reddit when it came out a few years ago, I think... uh, either 2011 or 2012. It's a light blue flag, and it has, from hoist to fly, a large white circle representing the sun, four small white circles representing the rocky planets, and I should say that the third circle has a smaller circle underneath it representing Earth and its moon. There is a large portion of a ring meant to represent the asteroid belt, and then outside of this Uh, Closer to the fly are four circles in a a line representing the four gaseous planets, which are slightly larger than the rocky planet circles. All in all, a very nice design. It suffers a little bit due to coloration. At a distance, it is difficult to tell the different elements of the flag. If one were to see this flag flying 50 feet away, it would be difficult to see the different elements, although I'm certain the sun would stand out. All in all, very nice. And I do have to say... uh, Josh sells these and sells a t-shirt version, which I think this design is perfectly suited for. And I know that he has a version that includes Pluto as a planet as well. That all being said, I feel that it suffers from the same thing that the first flag suffers from, which, again, I'm teasing you, and I'll I'll get to in just a second. Finally, I wanted to mention the flag that won the Arvexilology Earth Flag competition in April of 2012, and I'll link to that competition in the show notes. And this is uh, Reddit user Rolls20's flag of the pale blue dot. 
It is a black flag with two diagonal brown stripes, and in between the diagonal brown stripes is a small blue dot. It is reminiscent of the Voyager 1 photograph, and harkens back to Carl Sagan's musings, which are, and I quote, We succeeded in taking that picture from deep space, and if you look at it, you see a dot. That's here, that's home, that's us. On it, everyone you have ever heard of, every human being who ever lived, lived out their lives. The aggregate of all our joys and sufferings, thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines, every hunter and forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilizations, every king and peasant, every young couple in love, every hopeful child, every mother and father, every inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there on a moat of dust, suspended in a sunbeam. End quote. And I will link to, of course, uh, the flag and the original Voyager 1 photograph, it's a striking flag. Uh, again, I think it fails in being recognizable from a distance. From a distance, you would see a mostly black flag with just a, a very weird stripe on it. But it makes for a very nice image. It might make for a very nice t-shirt, actually, uh, as well. But I don't believe that one is for sale or exists in such a state. So these are three very striking flags. I think very good images, very good standalone flags that make for... An acceptable flag for Earth should one, should the need for one arise. None of them are my particular favorite. Again, all of them fail at something I'm teasing towards. But there is one more flag that I wanted to get to, which is Paul Carroll's world flag, which he designed in, I believe, 1988, which is a flag with a green on white, I believe it's Mercator projection, I can't quite tell, map in the very center, surrounded by all the different flags of the different countries on Earth. And this flag is absolutely atrocious. I'm not sure how one would go about creating it. You would not be able to tell what it is from a distance. It would look like just a random smattering of color from a distance. It is completely impossible to stitch together. It is, I would imagine, an arduous process to silkscreen. And every time a nation changed its flag you would have to update and change the world flag and hope that there is some way to fit that flag onto the world flag without having it just stick off on the bottom or something like that. All in all, a, just a, a real bummer of a design, but exactly what you would get if you said to someone, I need a flag that is all the flags of the world in one. So what have I been teasing towards in this episode? Again, we have three examples of good flags that could exist to represent Earth. One that I feel doesn't represent Earth, but that's okay. However, I feel that to design a flag for Earth to represent us in space is just a bad idea at its foundation. And to describe what I mean, I have to get into a little bit of the history of flags. Now, I think I talked about this in the episode on the UK, but flags really came into their own during the Age of Sail. And this was because you needed an easy way to identify friend or foe at the distance of the horizon on a sailing ship. Sailing ships are already making use of the wind, so having a, just a big piece of fabric that has national colors that you can see on it makes sense. What exactly the purpose of a 
an Earth flag would be, I'm not sure what scenarios an Earth flag, a flag of Earth, would be used in. Would it be used on our starships, our spacecraft? If so, there's no wind in space. What's going to be there for a flag to attach to? Are we going to have a big flagpole on every capsule that we send out into space? No, it's going to be painted on the side of the spacecraft. In that case, I think that we will get to an Earth roundel, similar to the roundels that are currently on aircraft. Similarly, if this is to show Earth settlements on other planets, will these planets have air? Will we be living underground? Will we be in little huts, little capsules, on the surface of planets and going out in, uh, in spacesuits? Again, I think that we would see a, a rise in roundels, or at least painted insignia, to demonstrate who we are in opposition to who we aren't. At the moment, you can't fly a flag on Mars. At the moment, you can't fly a flag on anywhere else except Earth. You can, however, paint a roundel or a similar device or emblem or whatever it might be on the thing that is protecting you from the environment. And someone approaching that hut or capsule or spaceship from a long ways away would be able to tell the roundel that's painted on it or the emblem that's painted on it, instead of the flag that is flying above it. And finally, to undercut the Earth flag entirely, who is going to need to know that we are from Earth? I, I like the intellectual exercise. I enjoy the idea of coming up with something to represent something else. Obviously, I, I run these contests. Yes, absolutely. But there are exactly two scenarios that we would have to represent ourselves as earth beings the first one being that we encounter intelligent life somewhere else in the galaxy the other being that we successfully terraform other planets perhaps the moon perhaps mars whatever it might be and we get to a point that there exists say a martian faction of the human race that realizes that it needs a distinct political entity from earth and so the Martian faction might create a flag for themselves, or an emblem, or whatever it might be. And Earth rallies around to create a second emblem in response to, say, a human Martian emblem. There would be a human Earth emblem. But both of these are, I would imagine, a thousand years off. I don't see either of these things happening, except in science fiction. With that being said, however... I recommend you checking out the flags for the solar system that uh, the Freck, again, uh, Josh Sherrington created. He riffs on his design for the Earth, which again was those four rocky planets, four gaseous planets, and the Sun, and plays with them from the viewpoint of the different planets in the solar system. So there's a Martian flag, there is a, a Jupiter flag, that sort of thing. Alright, I hope you didn't mind me going off script. Again, I had something written up for the Flag of the Netherlands for this week that I've, I've just decided to l delay until a couple of weeks out. And I hope that my talk of when not to use a flag was just as interesting as the different flags that are being used and when to use them, uh, as with previous and I'm sure future episodes. With that all being said, please, please, please send me any flag designs uh, for Earth that you see. Submit them on Art of Exilology. 
send them to me on Twitter, and that is at Cannibal underscore Simon. Yell at me via whichever media you find most appealing as to how this episode should have focused more on the meaning of the flags as opposed to when flags are not appropriate. But in any case, thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, and best wishes from the Vexilogicast. (laughs) 